All right, guys, welcome back to Take It From Us. Jake here with Colin and Brooke. Um, you know, I'm honestly... How's about them cowboys? Let's go, baby. Okay, well, first of all, as you all know, if you listen to the last podcast, uh, me and my buddy Jake here um, made a bet where if the cowboys cover, then Jake has to wear a Saints... Or Jake has to wear my Ezekiel Elliott jersey. And if the Saints cover, I have to wear a Saints jacket. Um, and obviously, as you all know, the Cowboys won. And hats off to Brooke for predicting the Cowboys win. I wasn't um, confident enough to predict the Cowboys win, but I said the Cowboys would cover. So, Jake, that uh, well, Ezekiel you... jersey is washed. <laughs> it is going to be dry clean. It's going to be everything ready for you. Well, as as you could tell from the intro there, I'm I'm already at a loss for words today. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't even know up from down anymore because I don't know how how this freaking Cowboys team just handed it to Drew Brees. And we'll we'll get into that a little later because yeah. that's that still blows my mind. But yeah. I I, uh, I thought the Saints would win by two touchdowns, lost by three. Um not, oh. not a good pick for me. So I uh and no bias here. I honestly was very shocked and surprised that the Cowboys won yeah, same, that man. game. <laughs> I know. I know you are. But um yeah, it's very it's very tough because I'm obviously a huge Cowboys fan, have been my whole life, and I've never seen a Cowboys team like this that has had a good defense like this. It's always we had Tony Romo where he's just a he's he was gunslinger and when he had <laughs> I don't know, he's never really had a great running back. Um, but yeah, he's always, we've always had to score a lot of points and we've never had a good defense. And this is really, um, like very exciting for me as a Cowboys fan, but, um, I'd like to hear what you guys think about that. Well, my big points of the game were, can they make Drew Brees uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And that was obvious that they did. And would they be able to put up enough points to hang with them? And, you know, that defense just said they're only scoring 10, so... And I think the Cowboys' offense was nothing spectacular at all, but they just did enough to win, and, you know, sometimes that's all you need. And uh, my two big people I want to give a shout-out to is Jalen Smith and Van Der Esch, those linebackers. Sean Lee went down, and it looked like that team was done for because he's kind of the captain of that defense, Mm -hmm. and those two have stepped up and made so many plays, and... They're really balling right now. And that's so that's their thing too. They're do, they're doing this without Sean Lee, who is their heart and soul of the defense. And it, it's like it's it's huge for a rookie to come in and just say, "I got this." Like I'm gonna step in in this huge spot against a ten and one Saints team. And other thing that goes overlooked too is Cowboys were without Tyron Smith, the left tackle, and obviously they've been without Travis Frederick, their starting center, yeah. the whole year, which is. It's very – I'm excited for the future, but I don't want to just keep talking about this because I know everyone hates the Cowboys. So, uh, but, yeah, very exciting. Well, I'll, uh, I'll give my two cents here. Um, first off, if you're dying to see the picture of me in a Cowboys jersey, it'll be out on, uh, out on our Twitter and Instagram on Thursday as I, uh, as I unfortunately have to wear it to class. But um, <clears throat> just my quick thoughts on the game. Um, I'd say my biggest thought after that game is – I now understand why the Saints went out and got Des Bryant. 
Because when it happened, I'm like, oh, the rich get richer. They don't need Dez. Why are they doing this? You have Michael Thomas, and you know what? If you double-team Michael Thomas, you dump it down to Kamara, let him make a play, lean on Kamara and Ingram. And Dallas showed you exactly what you have to do to beat New Orleans. And I'll tell you, there's only two teams that – there's probably three teams. Three teams that can go and beat New Orleans this year, and it's Dallas – in Chicago, doing it the exact way that the Cowboys played them, and it's the Rams just beating them in a shootout. But talking about the Cowboys, Saints, they took a they, – you had a <clears> – <throat> who was it? Was it Byron? Byron it? Jones. Byron Jones that covered Michael Thomas that game. Most of the time. He was so, – he kind of likes the – he likes a certain side, whatever. Yeah. But so he was when he was on him, he matched up very well yeah. and took Michael Thomas out of that game. Yeah. And then, as the guys alluded to, um, especially Van Der Esch, just took. I mean, when when you have an athletic front seven like the Cowboys have yes. that can shut down the run, and then you have someone who can pretty much take Michael Thomas out of the game. Mm-hmm. That's why they scored ten points. I mean, Drew Brees. I mean, I know Drew Brees is good, and he's an MVP candidate this year, but he looked horrible. He couldn't yeah. make any throws. Yes. And like Brooks said, you made him uncomfortable, and he's just a completely different well, quarterback. That's, that's everybody in yeah. the league. You know, when you give like any NFL quarterback that much time, they are going to make plays, yeah. and Drew Brees especially because yeah. he's very talented. And I thought the Cowboys at all three levels, D-line, linebacker, and the secondary just played absolutely well. You know, the secondary taking away Michael Thomas, like you said. Mm-hmm. The linebackers making the plays, and then that defensive line is something, something else right now. And, fierce. and for New Orleans to be successful in the playoffs, they need to be at home yes, because sure. time and time again, New Orleans just fails to show up on road games, and it's going to keep happening. They're not showing exactly. any signs of stopping that. So that's kind of and, uh, the initial thought. Big shout-out to, uh, obviously, to Marcus Lawrence, too. I was – not a fan of what he said before the game. I was like, you yeah, are we talked idiot. about you, that. You're poking the bear. Like, <laughs> do not. Like, do not. But he backed it up. And like I said in the last podcast, I said, what you need to do is make Drew Brees uncomfortable. And he did just exact, act, just exactly that. He caused a fumble. Drew Brees didn't lose it. and But he made a huge play, too, on that fourth and goal, I think it was. Yeah. When he stopped Kamara. Yeah. And uh, – I don't. I mean, I was not a fan of it, but obviously, hats off to him for talk talk the talk, talk, walk the walk. The the only thing is that, you know, you wonder if you see the same matchup in the playoffs, or if you see the Saints draw even the Bears, who would play them probably very similarly. Um, You wonder can the Cowboys do this again, or or could the Bears do this? Because there is a lot of different things that I. I mean, there's probably six or seven different things that. It was a three-point game, so you needed these things to go right. And it was, like you said, stuffing them on fourth and goal, mm-hmm. making Breeze uncomfortable. It's all these different little things that you needed to go right. And, and all of them went right. But that's just what worries me is the Cowboys play that game beautifully. I mean, not their offense. Obviously, their offense can be better. And <clears throat> I think if they played the Saints again, they would score more than 13. But, I mean, you pretty much have to play a perfect game still yeah. against them is what concerns me. So, And I don't want to keep talking about this because everyone hates the Cowboys. So. <laughs> But, yeah, obviously a great win and everything. Yeah. But what I want to jump into is um, let's just let's talk about predictions here, too. All right. Well, first, first, let's, before we get into that, go off of just this last week. What stuff you saw last, like, this week that surprised you and things that you did? Because my big thing, and I know 
Brooks going to talk about it too is um, the Steelers still cannot win games when it matters. Yes. Ugh. And the Texans look very good and quietly just tearing apart the league they started 0 and 3 right yeah, yeah. 0 and 3 and now yeah. 8 and 3 yeah. and the patriots for the 18th year in a row are still the patriots yeah. like you know what you're going to get Gronk's healthy <clears throat> Burkhead's back so <clears throat> just kind of initial thoughts from from that and <clears throat> i just want to oh i mean I, we're going to talk about this a little bit later but i just want to put it in there right now I love it that the Cardinals went and beat that bad, bad man, yeah, yeah. twenty to seventeen. So we'll man, we'll talk man. about that later. But I just wanted to, before we jumped into that, just talk about initial. I just wanted to get in my initial thoughts. You guys don't have to, but there's a lot this weekend. Though. I'm gonna give Jake a little shout out here too because okay. the thing okay. that we said in the last podcast, it's we'll take consistency, and we always say we don't like. Well, we, flashiness is nice, but if you were a true. Um, sports fan you know you know sports you know football it does not work when you have drama and obviously look at the Steelers they played a Chargers team that in my opinion I think the Steelers are more talented but the Chargers don't have drama they have a quarterback who has he's a family man Philip Rivers I'm a big fan of Philip Rivers. Nine kids, Nine in case kids. you didn't know. Just going to go ahead and, and talk about talent. They played this game without Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they have a 5'10", uh, Chargers do, 5'10 running back, Austin Eckler. And he, you, you look at him, he's like, you're like, okay, he's not an NFL running back. No. But he, he played well, and obviously the Chargers played well. Keenan Allen had an insane yeah. game, and they came into, came into Pittsburgh and beat him. And that's just what you get when you have drama and you have too much flashiness, and that's there you have it. Like, yeah. okay. So, what's your predictions then? <clears throat> Tell me, we went on through AFC first. Yes, yeah. I'll, I'll start it off real quick. Okay. I'll tell you what my predictions are. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> watching the Chiefs this weekend, and I could be wrong. I think the Chiefs either drop one to the Chargers or drop one to Seattle, and it's just going off the fact that. They're electric. No one's ever going to stop their offense. But the Raiders found a way to hang up, what, 30 on them? And I understand that's a matter of when you have an offense like the Chiefs, I think, and I think this is going to be something that might end up coming back to hurt them, is they can take their foot off the gas a little bit and yeah. kind of I'm, – I'm not even – I don't want to say, like, you know, rest on the lead or whatever, but I think that's something that can come back to haunt them. So I think <clears throat> – I still think that the Chiefs will drop one – and I think the Patriots win out with the schedule they have remaining here. So I think it'll be the Patriots at the one, the Chiefs at the two, and then I got Houston at the three, Pittsburgh at the four, Chargers at the five, and Ravens at the six. And I will tell you right now, I could see five of those six teams, Ravens being the one I couldn't see, but five of those six teams – if you told me they were in the Super Bowl, I would not be shocked in any light. That is a very open AFC. Yep. And I really think the Ravens are being slept on, too, because they have the number one defense in the league. And we've seen it before. Defense wins championships. Obviously, Philly last year, they, I think they were the number four defense in the league. And and just time and time again, we see defense wins championships if they not they don't have a great defense, 
or they they do have a great defense and they have an amazing offense. So you need a good defense to um to obviously succeed. And my predictions for the AFC is I'm gonna say I'm gonna say New England. I'm gonna say New England, KC, Houston. Yeah, maybe maybe Balt. I think maybe Baltimore wins that division. Oh, is Lamar the quarterback the rest of the year there, or are they gonna hand it back to Flacco? You gotta keep Lamar. Yeah, just from what he's doing, I I don't know. I think the better choice would be Flacco, but by the way he's playing is Lamar. But I think I'm gonna say the Ravens win that division, and they're gonna be the four, and the Chargers five, Steelers six. But in my opinion, this I think the Patriots have they're they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. And then the NFC or you yeah, sorry, you can go to the All right. AFC. Alright. I'm I'm with Colin on this. Uh you know, Pittsburgh is just underwhelming in my eyes. I really like what Baltimore has to offer with Lamar at the quarterback and that defense. If I had to pick someone coming out of that division, I'm with Colin and I'd go Baltimore. And obviously the AFC East, New England by a long shot, that division is <laughs> lackluster outside of them. Um, Houston is just on another level right now. They're nine and three, so they've won nine straight games, mm-hmm. and they are playing very well. And you know the Chiefs. I mean, they've got to keep this up. You know, with the Chargers nipping at their heels a little bit. But I, I think if they hold on, so I'm gonna go with them. And Chargers are in the wild card. And looking at the playoff picture with those teams, you know. I think the most dangerous teams out of those six is probably Houston that is getting slept on because with the defense that they have and Deshaun Watson's maturity and how he's running that offense, um, I think, you know, it's, it just depends who they draw. I I could see them beating New England, and I could see them beating Kansas City. But, oh, man, this is so tough. And – but. When you're talking about the Texans too, by being dangerous, there is a very good possibility they could go thirteen and three. They play the Colts at home. Following week, they play the Jets in New York. I mean, that's probably a very winnable game. But then they they have to go to Philly in Philly. Then they have the Jaguars at home. So I think you're looking at a almost for sure twelve and four, if not thirteen and three. And if the Chiefs. I don't know who the Chiefs have the rest of the year, but if you look, and I think the Texans have a very good shot of getting a first-round bye, too. <laughs> they do. So, <clears throat> I don't, you kind of, did you say you think Patriots are going to go to the yeah, Super Bowl? Yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> final, answer, go final answer real quick. I know this is going to sound a little biased, but bold prediction, Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, so my prediction, and I, I'm, I, I go back and forth on this, and – Maybe the Chiefs' defense will look a little different when Eric Berry's back, hopefully soon. I know he was – did he, he suited up this – no, he practiced, he practiced this last this week. week. Yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully that helps the defense. But until that defense shows that they can make a stop, like I, I don't think the Chiefs make it. I don't think the Pitts, Pittsburgh makes it just because they find a way to mess up every year. So I think New England does make it again. I think this is the last year that um, – this will be Brady's last Super Bowl. I think, think I, I think so too. Just yeah. looking at the rest of the or the rest of the AFC right now. So Brady Brady's doing very well right now because of the system they have set up there. He if you watch these, he can still make throws down the field, but 
he's kind of put in a position where he doesn't have to. But here's here's why I think this is his last Super Bowl because right now the team that I'm most concerned with in the AFC is 100% the Texans. Yeah. And it's not even – first off, they have a very good defense to pair with that offense. And as a Patriots fan, I don't get like very concerned with too many matchups because Bra- Belichick does an excellent job of – finding out what the other team does the best and then just takes it away. And you saw it this weekend. If you watch the Patriots game, Adam Thielen, besides his, he had a short touchdown catch, they took him out of the game. He didn't feel like a threat the whole game. He had like 29 yards yeah, or something like that. Yeah, 29 yards. Yeah. And <laughs> if you saw the little exchange with Brady and <laughs> Thielen, I loved that. But Belichick. I'm, <laughs> or <Belichick>. <laughs> <laughs> no, So, I, I mean, I don't. But so right now, and I think that's what's tough about Houston is – I don't think there's a way you can take away Deshaun. Deshaun's a playmaker, and yeah. I could I could say the same thing about Kansas City. And you saw it when the Patriots played Kansas City. You can't take away a lot there either because they have so many different weapons. And I don't think missing Kareem's going to impact them that much. But my thing is, if New England went out and played Kansas City tomorrow, I'm confident they could just trade scores with them like they did in the game earlier this year. But Houston. It's going to be tough to take away Deshaun, and even if you do, it's tough to put up points on that Texans defense. And then with the Texans, too, you have DeAndre Hopkins, probably, in my opinion, top three receiver in the league. And if you take away him, then you have who they just picked up, Demarius Thomas, Mm -hmm. and you have a running back that is running really well right now with a good offensive line, Lamar Miller. And I just like you said, it's you can't take away one specific person because they have so many options, yeah, so many weapons. I think that <clears throat> I I know it's it's super tough for me to say as a Patriots fan that I can see kind of that era coming to an end, and I don't want to you know just immediately count them out because for the past couple of years now everyone's been saying you know this is it, this could be the last year for Brady, and every year he comes back and does it. But I just see this being, I see the Chiefs adding a little bit to their defense. And I just see this being a Chiefs-Texans type of, you know, absolute, yeah, Yeah. bloodbath every time they play each other. And I think it's going to be one of those things where you've kind of saw in the past, it seems like. Jumping in off that is like, I kind of, I'm with you. I get the feel that like the old Brady and Manning, the Brady and Manning like Mm -hmm. era could be Deshaun Deshaun. and Patrick Mahomes era like. Yeah fueling up here so these guys are going to be in the league for at least 12 15 years and i'd be seeing this i don't want to downplay like the chiefs all too i feel like i'm coming off as i'm kind of downplaying them i'm not i just want to see i'm I'm one that likes to see like something happen first before i believe in it so i need to see the chiefs win a big game in the playoffs or get up big and like you know hold that lead like tennessee last year the colts many years ago I, i realize it's a different team but I need to see them come out, dominate a couple playoff games, and I need to see – And honestly, as stupid as it might sound, I need to see Andy Reid manage the clock well in a playoff game. So if, if that happens, and I think it will, I think Andy Reid's an excellent coach, but I want to see that happen before I buy into it. And let me throw this stat at you too, um, which is why I don't think KC will go to the Super Bowl. They obviously have, in my opinion, the best offense in the league. Uh, it sucks they don't have a very good defense, but the past five Super Bowl champions, so Philadelphia, number four, um, and number four ranked um, team total in the defense. league for total defense 
which is scoring yards per game, all that. New England, when they won it in in uh, 15? Uh, 17. 17. Uh, they were number eight in the league, and obviously they have Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. And then the year before that, Denver, who had the number one ranked defense. And then, then you have the year before that, New England, who was number 13 in, in total defense. But obviously they have Brady again. And then the year before that, Seattle was number one in total defense, which is why it goes back. I think defense wins championships unless you can have, like obviously New England has the luxury of having Tom Brady, a great system. Um, you, need, you need defense, and I don't think Mahomes and, Mahomes and company can carry them to the Super Bowl with that because I think they're ranked number, like I think it's like 28th in total defense, something like that. So that's my take on it. <coughs> And, you know, time will tell. And I feel like me and Brooke, as <clears throat> a Chiefs and a Patriots fan, will tell you right now we're confident in our teams. But like we said, we're not going to be shocked if the no. Texans, Chargers, you know, make it to the Super Bowl. And it's going to be definitely exciting to watch. And we'll jump in the NFC now, hold which on, I think is. On. And oh, I have no bias here, too. I would love to see the Chiefs beat the Patriots because I hate the Patriots. But you have to give respect to where respect is due. And that's just my take on what, I with think. Brady yeah. yeah and well obviously the Belichick, Belichick yeah Belichick and yeah. the Patriots it's in general just the sustainability yep. 18 years they haven't had a losing season like, I love Mahomes he seems like a great dude he has no drama or anything yeah which is I like and obviously the the thing about Kareem Hunt is another story but he's not on the team anymore and that's another thing too I don't think KC they're I think they're a different team without Kareem Hunt Spencer Ware is a he's a respectable running yeah. back but he's not Kareem Hunt did they sign someone they signed Sharkandrick West back. back. Yeah. <laughs> so, and um, I was reading up on it, and Casey came out and said, right now it's Spencer's where Spencer Ware's backfield, but eventually they want to delegate a little more because they signed Damian Williams in the offseason, mm-hmm. and obviously now Sharkandrick West. Mm-hmm. They want it to be a little bit more backfield by committee because Spencer Ware's great early downs, but Damian Williams and Sharkandrick West are good on third downs, so... That'll change up a little bit, and um, I think the defense is they don't have a lot of money poured into it right now, and with Barry Hurt, they got some guys playing out of position. Uh, just got another safety back, Daniel Sorensen, who was a good player for them last year, so I think the defense will change a little bit. I'm still kind of skeptical like the other two, like how much it'll change, but I mean, like Jake said, I got to see him go out and do something yeah. first, but is, I think I think the big difference is this year is that Alex Smith is gone, and this is the Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes era, and they get through this year. The thing with the Chiefs is so is is Tyreek Hill in his third year? Yes, third, and then Kelsey's in his. Uh, is this his final year? In his, uh, I'm not 100 sure, but I don't think if this, this this isn't contract. Yet. Okay, yeah, so if this yeah. this off season is where you need to go out and buy. You need to go get yeah. a and defense think, because if yeah. watch out if they do because in my in my mind they're odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl the following year. And it, when you look in years past, they've had had very good defenses yeah. like with Eric Berry mm-hmm. and like those mm-hmm. other players, Chris Jones. They do have talent on this defense. It's just you know injuries have really plagued them. That's true. And, <clears throat> you know losing Marcus Peters and you know it was going into the year. You, you kind of knew it was going to be a makeshift defense. So I think Chiefs staff will go out and address that and 
buy some defensive players, put some money in it, and it'll be a very different defense next year. And, and here's the one thing I have to say about that. <clears throat> if you're a Chiefs fan and you are rooting for them to get Le'Veon Bell in the offseason, uh, I personally think uh, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because <clears throat> I will tell you right now, for the money Le'Veon is going to want, <laughs> the Chiefs need to spend it on defense exactly. because you saw when Kareem was there, Kareem's on a rookie contract, drafted a kid from Toledo. No one really knew about him that much going in, and he was tearing it up. And like you've, we're not, I'm not going to get into the Le'Veon thing, but just watching James Conner, you know, match the production that Le'Veon put out. If if you're <laughs> if you're a Chiefs fan and you're hoping they get Le'Veon, no, that's that's not smart. I just saw that floating around somewhere. Um, I, someone sent it as like a fake thing, like as a joke too. It's like that 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 is a joke. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But we can uh, we'll touch on the NFC now. I don't mm-hmm. personally. I don't think it's it's as exciting. I'll I'll give you mine right now, just because I have a uh, I have a super hot take here. I think. Okay. Um, well, I <clears throat> So I think I don't know. I, I'll, I'll talk about the four division leaders because I think. Well, I don't know. I'll talk about five teams because I think that's what's relevant is as five teams here. So obviously, I think the Rams are going to get the one. I think New Orleans gets the two. Chicago the three. I think Dallas wins that division at the four, and then um, the the Eagles probably slide in the wild card. Is it? I I don't know. Maybe Eagles. Maybe Vikings. I don't really know, and I don't really or care. Carolina has a chance yeah. too. Yes. I, f- first, don't sleep I'll, on the Seahawks yeah. as well. I'll do not sleep true, on the Seahawks. True. I I'll buy on the Seahawks. I'll tell you right now. Um, once again, Carolina finds a way to be a fraud. They're my. I compare them to Pittsburgh. You got talent there, and just somehow they go out and lose to the Bucks this week. Yeah. It's a, so that's that's my thing there. And once again, I don't really, I don't care about that. I care about – I think the, the four teams remaining, I think it's going to be the Rams versus the Cowboys and the Saints versus the Bears. And <clears throat> call me crazy, and the only person that's going to listen to this and say, wow, this kid – or I mean all of you. All of you are probably going to listen to this and be like, this kid is an absolute idiot except James Lowhouse because I'm telling you right now the Bears will be in the Super Bowl this year. Really? The Bears will be in the Super Bowl because <clears> – <throat> Because I know they lost – people are like, they lost the Giants last week, okay? I'll tell you right now, Chase Daniel throwing a, a pick six to start the game didn't help much. Mm-hmm. And honestly, having Chase Daniel at your quarterback, period, doesn't yeah. help much. But when Trubisky is back and Trubisky is playing well and you have <laughs> probably the most slept-on person, I think, is Tariq Cohen. Mm-hmm. He is He's a wild card. He's a threat totally when he touches out, the ball. Just totally took out Jordan Howard yep. pretty much out of the equation. That – that that team is good and that defense is for real. Just like the Cowboys. I I honestly think that the Bears play the Saints very similar similar I'm not even gonna try to say the word because I can't say it. Similarly <laughs> there we go. <laughs> to the way the Cowboys played them. And I think the Bears the Bears win that game. And it's kind of the same thing with the Rams, how I feel about the Chiefs, like the talents there, and I just I wanna see them prove it first. And I know People are probably like, oh, don't you want to see the Bears prove it too? And there's just something more about a disciplined defensive team <clears throat> that is going to go in and give you you know, a, a hell of a physical game that I buy into that in the playoffs. This air raid, you know, the Rams come at you four different ways and stuff and just an absolute threat everywhere on offense. That's great. I just personally, I'd rather have a team that plays a style of, of – 
offense and defense that the Bears play going into the playoffs. It's just the discipline, the way they get after you. I can just see them just disrupting Goff and Breeze in those games. And I think Trubisky... I'm, I don't. I don't think Trubisky's that talented of a quarterback, but I think he has the perfect coach in Nagy. Yeah, Nagy exactly. knows what to do with them, and it works. He exactly. calls the plays for him. So, which I, is why I yeah. wish Jason Garrett would do the yeah. same for Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. So that's my. Or that's favorite. another conversation. You guys can roll in. <clears throat> All right. Um, looking at the NFC playoff picture, I think the biggest fraud right now is the Philadelphia Eagles, and um, the score may not have shown it last night. But they did not play as well as the score showed. I mean... They played Mark Sanchez, but, for the love of God. But like, <laughs> Mark Sanchez should not have been in that game at the end. Obviously, Philly ran away. But, man, they just... Ever since Frank Richter, however you say his last name, left for Indy and DeFilippo left for <clears throat> Minnesota, that offense... Has not looked very well. I mean, they just look like they're all on different pages. Yeah. And the defense is, I mean, banged up with injuries as well, but they don't look that great either. And um, I think you're going to see the Super Bowl champs sitting at home when the playoffs roll around. So um, I agree. They let old man Peterson bust open a 90 yeah. yard touchdown. Adrian run. Peterson. Adrian yeah. Peterson, who is like on like his third leg. And like, <laughs> I mean, th- this guy, I'm pretty sure he's like, isn't he like 54 now? He busted <laughs> up in a 90 yard run. Um, and obviously, you're playing Mark Sanchez. And <laughs> I just want to say that again. You're playing Mark Sanchez, but <laughs> I, I don't understand. I mean, That's tough. They're very confusing. In my opinion, very, very confusing. Just, just real quick here. Man, how bad would it suck to be a Redskins fan? You're like, you know what? We're looking good. We're yeah. leading the division yeah. right now. Okay, Alex Smith went down. Okay, maybe maybe we can figure this out with Colt McCoy. And then, bam, you get hit with Mark freaking Sanchez. <laughs> that is... That's a tough break as a Redskins fan. All right, Keep your head up. Maybe, maybe one day you guys will figure it out. All right. Back on track here. I think it comes down to... Um, I'm kind of on... Jake's train here. I think the Bears make it pretty deep into the NFC side of the playoffs. But I'm I'm rolling with the Rams. Too much firepower there. Aaron Donald getting a keep to lead back soon. I think that defense will figure it out and that that offense has too many weapons. I think we're looking at a Chiefs Rams rematch eventually. Mm. I think we're gonna get the total high scoring game. Very fun to watch football. Uh, I don't know. Dallas, that defense is playing well. I'm that so is my sold. sleeper team. I'm not sold on them yet. That is my sleeper team to go pretty far, but um, just looking at how everything's going to shape up, mm-hmm. it's hard to go against the Rams right now, Yeah. especially uh, with them <clears throat> getting home field throughout the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Um, yeah, and so who, who do you think wins that game in the Super Bowl oh, for you? Man. I I don't I don't know. That's another I would, day. Another I would love day. To, I would love to see that matchup, but in my opinion, I don't think it's gonna happen. Here's how I think it's gonna pan out. I think Dallas lose if the if the playoffs started today, I think Dallas loses to the Rams. But then I do think the Bears beat the Saints. But then I think the Rams beat the Bears. Um just because obviously yeah, firepower and and then at the end of the day, I think I think the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. Um, just because time and time again we see cons- consistency with Belichick and Brady. I think the Patriots 
win that game. If, if that happens, do does Bel- either Belichick, Brady, or Gronk, any of those three ride off in the sunset? If anybody does, all three of them are going to mm-hmm. go at, at the same time. But I think if no none of them go, well, I think if yeah, if one of them goes, they're all going. Well, none of them go, they all stay. Gronk's already said once Brady goes, he yeah. goes. He just didn't, he won't play for another quarterback. But I want to touch on the uh, the Bears here too, um, which is I told Jake and Brooke I have a a hot take on MVP. In my opinion. Khalil Mack is the MVP of the NFL right now. Like I've said before, with the past five years, defense wins championships. I understand quarterback is the most position, the most important position in the league, but in in my opinion, it's it's tough because def- obviously defense wins you championships, and Khalil Mack, in my opinion, is the best defender in the league. He he is a total game changer. As we've seen it, they bring in they bring him in from the Raiders, and this Bears team is a totally different team. Yeah. And talk about most valuable, he is the most valuable. That's that's one hundred percent accurate. Because not all, don't just look at the Bears, look at the Raiders. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. it's a once in a generation player. So I hadn't thought about that, but <clears throat> now that you've said that, you I'd agree. You could you could make an argument for Patty Mahomes. I understand you pretty much have the same offense. A very, pretty much the same offense with Alex Smith back there last year and then putting Patty Mahomes in this year, and it's a totally different offense. I understand that, but he has a lot of weapons. Travis Kelsey, probably the best tight end in the NFL right now. Tyreek Hill, insane athlete, obviously. And then, well, obviously you had Kareem Hunt, but he's gone now, but I, I just... That is my opinion. That's my take on MVP. Khalil Mack is the MVP of the league, and you can even argue like, there needs to be more defensive players in yes. the MVP argument. Aaron Donald, 16 and a half sacks this year. Yeah. 16 and a half. I understand that Rams defense is really good. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of good players on that defense. You got Indomkin Sue, Marcus Peters, uh, obviously Aaron Donald. There needs to be more defensive players in the argument. Yeah. And um it's I I really hope like defensive coordinators find a way to like you know catch up with you can tell the NFL is moving towards like more offense and offensive minded with the rules on hitting the quarterback and you know I think I think it's a lost art playing defense anymore and uh I was a fan of it like honestly if you give me like a like a 10-7 game, I'd I'd honest to God mm-hmm. rather see that than mm-hmm. the 54-51 we saw in the Chiefs-Rams game yeah. because, I mean, that was just... Because like, then you're oh, watching Big like 12 a, football. Yeah, right that's there. just like I mean, a video game, honestly, yeah. because of what those quarterbacks and offenses can do. And, I mean, it's we're really moving towards defense being a lost art. Yeah. So what Khalil Mack doing and, is doing and Aaron Donald, like, Big fans think they should get more love in the MVP talks. So, and if if you're right, Brooke, about the the Super Bowl, if it is a rematch, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with um, Eric Berry on the Chiefs defense and then Aqib Talib back with the Rams. And I think mm. I think it could change the the score. Yeah, and bring I, it down a little bit. You know, getting people healthier and mm-hmm. you know, 
those are two game changers right Honestly, there. It's not yes. to the degree like Khalil Mack or anything, but that those two guys definitely can make a difference between a 35-31 game and a 55-51 game, mm-hmm. honestly, just by taking out some of the players. So, yeah. And I will touch on the Cowboys there too, which is why I don't think they will go to the Super Bowl or even the NFC Championship is because they have one of the best best defenses in the league, obviously, but their offense is not going to – it's not Dak Prescott. I, I love him, but he's – He's not going to win you. He's not going to win you games. He's not going to lose you games. But in my opinion, that's why I think the Bears will go to the NFC Championship game because they have very similar defense to the Cowboys, but Trubisky and obviously Tariq Cohen and just, I don't know, I just think, yeah, Matt Matt Nagy is the perfect coach for him. And that's why I think that yeah, defense wins you championships. That's what it is. All right. There's your predictions. So... The last thing we're going to talk about on this NFL podcast today is something I've been waiting the last 36 minutes and 47 seconds to talk about, and that is the bad, bad man, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, the baddest man in the NFL. And I hope by bad, you mean actually bad because he can't make throws right now. He can't make throws that I'm pretty sure Jimmy Nicola was making for our flag football (laughs) team this year. So, um Jimmy and Nicole is a stud, though. Jimmy so is. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy. I, if you're listening. You're the, a stud. Yeah, you're, the, but the Rams aren't, aren't making it any farther than the, uh, than the champion. Or uh, what is that, divisional round? Yeah, divisional. Yes, they are. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> anyway back, to, back to Aaron Rodgers here. Um, the first thing I'm going to throw out there is it'll be very interesting now. I really hope that the Packers – cut or release or do something send him on a cruise um mason crosby get him out because once mason crosby's gone rogers scapegoats are all gone then he can't blame mccarthy anymore can't blame ty montgomery um get crosby out of there because you know at some point he's gonna bitch about crosby missing field goals so and anyone that is bitching about that this week oh it would have tidied up it would have gave rogers the ball in overtime if aaron Rodgers, yeah if aaron Rodgers. Only put up 17 against the Cardinals in four quarters. That's the problem. But here's my thing with Aaron Rodgers. Everyone wants to talk about, oh, he doesn't He doesn't have weapons. He doesn't have a defense. He doesn't have the right play calling, all this stuff. First off, if you actually watch a game this year, as we said earlier, he's not making simple throws that literally any quarterback in the NFL can make. Chase Daniels, Mark Sanchez are like playing at the caliber that Aaron Rodgers is playing at. And... The other thing that I want to talk about is this team isn't really any different structurally than when Brett Hundley was the quarterback of the team. And Brett Hundley went, for those of you who even know who Brett Hundley is, all is you, yeah, that he, yeah, he's now at, I don't even, he's in Seattle now, I believe. Right. Oh, so, right yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So those of you who don't know who he is, um, I'm sure it's probably a lot of you. Um, he took this Packers team and went three and six, which is not much different than Aaron Rodgers four seven and one. So, and by the way, the Packers, the Green Bay Packers, have the most annoying fan base in in the NFL. Yep. We, I think we all, yep. can all agree on that because yep. they were, which is why was the internet down in Green Bay or something? Because I didn't really see a lot of tweets from Green Bay yeah, fans or anything. Because. I don't know. Just I was. I have to ask that question because they seem yeah. very quiet lately. As that's no. tough. And and you know what, Green Bay Pack Packers 
Packers, Packers, whatever they are, the Green Bay, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they, uh, uh, the Green Bay Packers fans will always pull up clips like, oh, how about that throw that Rodgers made against the Cowboys? You know, how about the throw Rodgers made against, you know, them? And, oh, if Rodgers played for the Patriots, he'd have five Super Bowls. And as Colin will back me up on this, and probably Brooke, that, that's just not correct. Not because really. Aaron Rodgers, one, is a diva. Two, cares about himself more than about the, the, uh, the outcome of the team. And you can see that by the uh, very hefty contract he took this just year. Just so people don't think you're biased here, and I will say pretty much what you're exactly going to say. Um, we see it with Brady taking a pay cut pretty much every year. I mean, I'm, obviously we know he has a super hot wife oh. model. Giselle. Yes, shout out Giselle. She makes a lot of money. Makes a lot of money. So he doesn't have to make the big bucks, but... I don't think that's not his reason why he doesn't want to make the big bucks is because he wants to win championships. Yeah, he's a winner. Aaron Rodgers wants money, and I'm not taking a personal shot at Aaron Rodgers here, but I am. Um, we've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen it with his brother um, tweeting at him. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers donating. Very respectable of him donating a lot yeah. of money to the wildfires, all that, but. What about his family? Yeah. And even his brother that's says a, that's he didn't call at all. Big yikes. It just go- And then obviously that translates to the football field. Yeah. And that's what we see with this year. You know, um, you go ahead. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. I think his his time is, I, I don't want to say limited because he, he has shown he can be a very good football player at times. But my thing is, is I don't think he has that winning competitive gene in him like tom brady does i don't think like when he wakes up in the morning i don't think the first thing he thinks about is winning a super bowl like i think he cares about his money like jake and colin said and you know uh the accolades and whatnot he wants to be in the state farm commercial yeah you know and bs and you know what i'll i'll say it's it'd probably be tough to turn that down i don't know if i'd turn that down but so i'm not bagging on him for that but i'm just saying this and we're saying this because he often gets talked about as like the greatest of all time and people say that he's better than like Brady and all this and realistically no 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 yeah. he's won one Super Bowl he's he's not shown it like you know at times he has shown flashes of like that talent we've seen in years past like when they won the Super Bowl and whatnot but you know right now I don't think he's worth all that money they are paying no. him and that's why McCarthy got fired I don't think McCarthy should have gotten fired because he's a good I mean, coach. He really is, and I mean, he won a Super Bowl with and, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but you're gonna see that next year in Cleveland when he has the Browns at a winning record. Yeah, and like Jake said, Aaron Rodgers is running out of people to blame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at some point he's gonna have to step up and admit he's playing bad and whatnot, mm-hmm. and some of this is his fault. And um, a name swirling around out there for a new Packers hire is Josh McDaniels. And I think that is desperately what the Packers need to come in and say, look Aaron Rodgers right in the face, say, hey, buddy, I've won five Super Bowls. What, mm-hmm. if, what have you done? Yeah. You won one. So, Which th- will be very interesting because how will Aaron Rodgers handle that? Yeah, obviously he's not going to like that because there, there had been reports of him and McCarthy not seeing eye to eye and, mm-hmm. you know, Rodgers thinking he's above it. But, mm-hmm. you know, these coaches get paid millions of dollars because they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know... When McCarthy left, 
I mean, now it's pretty much all on Rogers' shoulders right now to to prove everybody wrong, you know, that he can still do it. So, mm-hmm. so and, and uh, um, sorry, but back to the thing about the goat conversation with Aaron Rodgers, I would, I I would put Drew Brees ahead of Aaron Rodgers in that conversation any day of the week. Um, we've seen it with what is it, he has the most. Yards, mm-hmm. Drew Brees, I think, pretty mm-hmm. sure. Or is it the most touchdowns? I can't even remember. I think it's yards. And I know Drew Brees has been playing longer, but you cannot tell me that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Drew Brees. I, I just don't I don't see it. And you can't you can't put Rodgers in the same conversation as Brady, you know, in my opinion. Drew Brees is more consistent. consistent. And I think that's, that's what, why you're thinking that yeah. is, you know, it's so it's so hit or miss with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you know, you think about that pass he had last year in the playoffs to, was it beat Dallas or two years ago, whatever it was. Yes. Yes. You know, like, he makes some pretty unreal plays sometimes. Yeah. It was and a great catch, too, but I think it was Jared Cook. Jared Cook exactly. Yeah, but, and, um, you know, like, he shows flashes, but it's just not consistent. And, you know, I mean, that's a lot of money he's getting paid to be consistent. So, I don't know. I think not looking good for Green Bay. And- they're, they have the Browns have not hired Mike McCarthy. That's just my bold prediction. Yeah. Right so just in case it's you're very like, Shit, did I miss that? But yeah, so yeah. that's my prediction. And the last he thing he will be a head coach somewhere oh, yeah. very soon. And the last thing I'll say about Rodgers is <clears throat> body language is huge. What you do and say at the podium in the locker room is huge. And people wonder why you know they've never been able to bring in a lot of like big name free agents there and. I know, I don't know if we're going to do it this podcast or not. We won't do it this podcast. We'll do it the next one. Colin's got a very good comparison of, of Aaron Rodgers and Russell Westbrook. But, you know, maybe there's a reason that big-name players aren't coming to Green Bay because they mm-hmm. see the way that Rodgers somehow finds a way to never blame himself for a loss. Exactly. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, he's a talented quarterback. And, you know, I'm, I'm not just going to deny the fact that he's, he's had some excellent plays, but there's a lot more <laughs> to winning football games than just raw talent. And, you know, if you're hitting the podium in the locker room and you're bashing your teammates, one, that's not going to bring in a lot of talent, and two, that's not going to motivate the guys that are there to, to play hard for you. But where do people want to go? They want to go play, play with Tom Brady. Yeah, like, exactly. We've seen it. I, oh, I hate Brady, but I respect <laughs> yeah. the hell out of him. Like, you know. You know what? You you have to respect greatness, you know, yeah. despite like not liking him, like yeah. not a I'm not a huge fan of him either, but you know, nobody can beat the guy right yeah. now, so I don't give a damn if he's modeling for Uggs, doing whatever he wants. He's got five rings right now. Very five rings. Yeah. Drinking, say what you, drinking kale. And, say what you want. You know what? If he doesn't want to drink beer for eighteen years to go win some championships, let him be. He I can't. Can, I can't get can, behind that. He can drink as much as he wants when he retires. Not, not my goal. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that kind of wraps up NFL here. Um, One quick thing yeah. is, since we're all giving hot takes. Um, Obviously, everybody saw what happened with Kareem Hunt and, you know, not a place for it in the NFL, obviously. like Not Ray a place Rice. for it anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. obviously, not just the NFL. Yeah. Ray Rice can attest to that. And um, I know the interview didn't look as great, but you've seen Kareem at all. He's a very energetic and smiley kid. And um, I think he was just very uncomfortable. You know, how would you feel admitting your mistakes to the world on national television? I uh, I give him kudos for trying to do it. 
Um, obviously, didn't go a hundred percent as planned, but I mean, he was trying to make amends for his yeah. mistakes. And I thought what was really remarkable is that he did not blame Casey or anyone else. He took ownership for his responsibilities, and it's all you can do. Maybe could have been a little more apologetic, but I mean, we're splitting hairs here. Um, obviously, very sorry for the girl that happened yeah. to. You. Don't know the whole true story whatever but like you said regardless there's no place for it yeah there's there's absolutely no place but i i I do want to point out that i hope people understand that the chiefs are nowhere in the wrong here because i've heard people i've honestly heard a couple people and i think it's just ignorance say oh how could the chiefs like keep them around knowing that if you haven't seen the full story like Kareem kind of lied about the situation yeah. and that's why he, he was released. Me. So I just want to throw that out there. If anyone is trying to blame the chiefs for this, that's, that's not the case. If anything, it's just kind of out, you know, astounding how, I don't know if it's the NFL or if it was the Cleveland police where it happened, but someone dropped the ball here that, yeah. it, that it took TMZ. And it seems like that's what always what it takes yeah, well, yeah. is, you know what the, Goodell could empty out everything he has to go see if, you know, Brady told someone to take some air out the ball or if Randy Gregory smoked weed that weekend. But when it comes to, when it comes to assault and and violence, I, I really don't understand how it takes TMZ to leak a video before anything really amounts to anything there. So, and, um, and how would you feel too, as a 23 year old, you just got your reputation just ruined and you go on a national interview, exactly. one-on-one, and na- like I said, national TV, and in my opinion, yeah, it's going to look bad. That's his personality, though. He like, he's, a, yeah. he's a happy guy, and... I, you could just get you, the vibe that yeah. he was uncomfortable yeah. You have to time. have respect for him that he went on, and he apologized to the whole world, pretty much. But obviously, like, like I said, there was no place for it, but I give props to him for doing that, yeah. and yeah. I think that will help him... Um, finding a new team yeah. in the future. And um, which brings me back to why I wanted to talk to this, but just listening to what he said, that he did not blame Kansas City for releasing him and it was his fault he lied. My hottest take ever is that you will see Kareem Hunt back in a Chiefs uniform before he retires. I, I, I humbly believe that as well. And just... You know, hearing us talk about this, I hope you don't think that we're downplaying no, what happened because in no way are we at all. And if, you know, put yourself, if any of us put ourselves in cream shoes and we did something like that, I know I, I we wouldn't be able to live with ourselves because that's, that's something you just can't do. There's no place for that. And, also, and I do understand. Sorry, I didn't mean no, to no, cut go, you off. Go ahead, go ahead. I do under, and I'm, we're not trying to make excuses for the kid because it was wrong. Yes. But once again, when you're young and the rumors were that the girl had a lot of alcohol in her system. Yeah. You don't know what was said by, by any means at, at that point, you need to walk away. Yes. If it's a serious problem, you alert someone, you know, that can assist the problem, but just the way the world is these days, you never know, yes. you know, who's, who's going to help, who's going to say this, who's going to say that. So, you know what, he was a hundred percent wrong, but you, you've seen it before. You just, you, 
you need the full story. So we're not we're not saying I don't care what she said or what she not, what she did. He yes. shouldn't have you know it no should have never to get assaulted. No, like it that. should have never turned to like physical violence. And you saw the same thing with Joe Mixon. That obviously should have never happened. But if you if you actually looked into it enough and got the full story, she's throwing racial slurs at him all night and stuff. Yeah. It's you know he, he's not. It, it, it's not excusable. You can't do that stuff. But it's kind of important to remember that he didn't just, you know, go up to some yeah. random girl it's, and start this. Like- there's always something that leads up to it. And trust me, there's plenty of other ways to handle it. And you, you just you have to compose yourself, especially when you're in. Obviously, when you're in the in the light like he is, you know, yeah. something's going to get picked up like this. But it's I don't know. He's young. He in no way handled the situation right. I hope that the victim was able to move past it and is yeah. doing very well. So that's I just wanted to clear that up there is we are not downplaying this at all. And we all know that that situation was handled terribly wrong. But like the guy said, doing that interview, it's at least taking the right step forward. Yes. There's a lot of different ways. And I mean, just to not get into it, but just to throw out the example of how Urban Meyer handled his situation as a what is is he in his sixties probably fifties sixties yeah sixties I think when what's Korean probably twenty three yeah, I think a twenty three year old man handled his situation better yeah. and owned up to his mistakes better than a sixty some year old yeah. Urban Meyer did and I think that's a problem too is fame really gets to you too because I think he came from what, Toledo right yeah. Toledo probably. No one really, not a lot of people knew who he was unless yeah. you're a very avid Toledo Toledo fan or a really big college football fan. You probably knew who he was. And then he gets on the he gets on the high stage of being um, close to rookie of the year. I mean, great season. And Leading then, rusher in the NFL last year. And then game. you got to know that cameras are going to be on you at all times. And I know for a fact that, like, well, obviously it was a what was it a elevator yeah, camera, or what a hallway hotel, camera, whatever but it was. Yeah. because it's Kareem Hunt who is a now a star who wasn't used to that in Toledo, and he is going to be all eyes are on him, and yeah. I think that got to him, and fame gets to you. It's but, just and all well, all you can do is admit you're wrong and yeah. move on from it. Yeah. yeah, what whether it's on camera or not, it's it's the same degree of of how wrong it is, and it's just it's astounding that year after year especially coming off the Ray Rice thing, the NFL still hasn't figured this out yet. Like they, I, It's amazing how many times the NFL just gets it wrong and gets it wrong and gets it wrong. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand how they can dive in this, into, how deep they dove into like deflate getting, like I said, all these different drug tests and everything. But when it comes to assault, you couldn't have, you couldn't yeah. have got a video from yeah. the Cleveland police showing. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's just I, I understand. Thing. There's probably a lot more than goes that goes into it than than you think, and you know I could definitely be wrong. But it seems like this is something that they could I don't know maybe put a little more effort into so yeah. that Same it's not TMZ the Zeke, the Zeke yeah. situation too. I'm not. I still don't know what happened. Like yeah, I, I, I don't know. And you just obviously they did the right thing because if yeah. what if he did do it, then yeah, it makes the NFL yeah. look bad. So I mean, at the end of the day, you know we it. When right I, is when, right when, and yeah, wrong is wrong. Exactly. And we uh, hope no we, matter who they are, they get caught in what they did and they have to serve their punishment regardless of who they are because it's much bigger than football. And um mm-hmm. and uh I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's terrible that it happened, but 
you know, at this point, Kareem took the right step forward. And, and like you said, do. I don't think, you know, if, if this is something where he can, I know they normally have you take classes yeah. and, and work on that stuff. And if he's going to the efforts to take that step forward, I, I hope he gets a second yeah. chance. And, um, you know, moving forward, it's not going to, like, this is not going to go away in one day. People aren't going to forget about this. So Kareem's, like Jay said, is going to have to do a lot of different things to, you know, change people's minds about him for a while. And I hope he does that and, you know, kind of clears his name up a little bit. All right. Well, we we're going to wrap this podcast up at 30 minutes here, and now we're at 56 minutes. So <laughs> if you stuck around to listen to the whole thing, we appreciate it. Um, going forward, we'll try to chop them up a little more, make them around 30 minutes, but had a lot to talk about this week. So I know we still have more to talk about coming this week. We're at some point, we're going to be talking about college basketball, um, talk about a couple other things. Um, I, I don't know how many of you are hockey fans, but Seattle got approved for a hockey a professional hockey team, which now puts 32 NFL or uh, NHL teams, which kind of sparks a couple other ideas. Could the Sonics go back to Seattle? Will leagues like the NBA and MLB consider expanding? Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that could possibly bring up a few questions. So We'll dive into that later that week. Colin will break down why Aaron Rodgers and Russell Westbrook are the same person. Yep. And uh, anything else you want to hear, really, just let us know and we'll talk about we'll, it. And we'll definitely be talking about the big game in Nebraska here. Oh, Creighton, yeah. Creighton, Creighton and Nebraska ball. So big, for that. big weekend. Lots to talk about. So thanks again for listening. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, um, iTunes Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about anywhere you can find podcasts. We're on there. Um, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter to see me um, not so proudly repping a Zeke jersey. Um, So once again, thanks for listening. Um, We got more coming out, so please keep listening and keep the feedback coming. Take it from us. Later.